to Loving Goliath, a show where we discuss how to love the monster within. I'm Willow Smith, and I'm here with my co-host, Stepmom, and founder of Powerhouse Impact Media, Charlene Sanjanko. Thank you for inviting me here today, Miss Willow. I'm excited to, I'm excited to be a co-host of the podcast. Me too. You know, I've been searching for a new co-host to replace my dad, and I think we're—I think we're narrowing it down. You know, I think we're getting somewhere. <laughs> so this is kind of like a an audition, so to speak. Hmm. Yeah. Consider this, okay. your, you know, your interview. So. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, I, you know, I can be twice as witty and half as irritating. So I think I'm. I think I'm in. You're hired. <laughs> No, I, as I said last time, I, I missed my dad when he wasn't here, but it is nice to talk to other people. And of course, we just had Mother's Day. So you and I had a had a nice, safe Mother's Day. And, um, you know, happy Mother's Day to everybody out there. That's right. Yeah, we are. We hope that everyone got spoiled safely, but mm. celebrated wholly uh, for the amazing people that you are. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, and as I mentioned, coming into this, Charlene is my stepmom. And so part of what we wanted to do today is just honor and thank all the non biological mothers out there. So our foster moms, adoptive moms, stepmothers, mentors, and single dads or dads who've stepped into the role. Um, same sex parents, everybody who's not specifically a biological mother. Uh, this is a little hug and a kiss for you and a happy Mother's Day. So thank you. Mm, you're so welcome. And I'm really excited to bring some awareness to that that extended realm of people who really do such an amazing job or do the very best job they can in parenting. And there's definitely a couple little stories that I'd like to share. Absolutely. I would love to hear them. It's uh yeah, I think the fascinating thing about non-biological parents, and, you know, this isn't at all to discredit biological parents, but non-biological parents, like, you had no obligation to, to care or to love the child that you raise, um, but, you know, you, you do it anyway. <laughs> so that's that's pretty amazing, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting situation to be placed in. Um, you know, obviously, when your your dad and I fell in love, um, you were part of the deal. And that was part of the deal to someone who had actually uh, decided that children were likely not going to be a part of my future. But then uh, I saw you when you were you know, five, maybe six years old, and then got to know you a bit better when you were closer to nine. And uh, things started to change pretty quick from there. And you became a pretty important part of, of my life and obviously a very important part of your father's life. So, yeah, but it's interesting being a step mom and a step parent because you're you're stepping into a role of, responsibility and care but being very careful and 
you know, cautious and respectful of knowing what your role is. And mm. you're not you're not trying to replace a parent. <laughs> you there is a parent there. You're a you're yeah. a step parent. And mm-hmm. Yeah, I can imagine that that's a that can be a delicate and complicated line to walk. But um, yeah, I mean, I I have I'm sure you'll hear from me on Father's Day. I also have a stepfather. <laughs> And uh, I'm just, I'm so lucky to have the step parents I do. I mean, you know, in media, it's all like, oh, evil stepmom and all that. And, <laughs> you know, I, I didn't really get that. <laughs> I basically have four parents that, that love me. So that's, I'm the luckiest person in the world, right? Uh, but, yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's so great. And, and uh, I think the biggest thing is I just, I always try to, I wanted to, to just be a friend for you. I wanted to be that figure who was there as you needed me and to, for you to know that more than anything that I was a friend and I'd always be there for you as, as, as much as I could in the way that I can. And if I ever put any labels on it, beyond that it probably would have just made me (laughs) probably just would have made me more uncomfortable but the friend thing I can totally handle for sure no that's that's completely fair and I mean you had your hands full raising my grown father so it was a busy time for you (laughs) as we often joke I you know I I I was eight, I started to have a regular time with a nine-year-old and then I regularly <laughs> joke and your father, the eight-year-old. The eight-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that that's, um, I think that's absolutely true. I mean, we, I think we are really good friends. I mean, you're my stepmom. I think we're good friends. We work together and, uh, I, I think I was saying a couple days ago in the like in the last 10 years that I've known you, I think we've become better friends than in the first 10 years, because as an adult, you your friendship with your parents just changes so much and you can understand what it takes to be an adult. And then you can kind of imagine if you don't have kids yourself, what it takes to then provide for another small human that has no idea what you're dealing with. Right. So, I mean, I think we've only gotten closer which has been awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, I, you know, as a step parent, you don't, you actually in that situation, like you mentioned earlier, like you can't take for granted that this, this little person is actually going to like you. There's no reason they're going to like you. They're, mm-hmm. You're not their parent and they don't have to love you. You're, you're a new person in the equation. And so, I've, I've tried to always remember to not take our relationship for granted and to work at bettering our relationship as you grew older and all the different phases that you kind of went through as a, as a young girl to a teenager, to a young woman, to, you know, to an adult, like all those different phases. But I think yeah, it just makes me wonder, um, no parenting expert over here by any means, but just makes me wonder, like, how much do we take for granted that our relationships with our kids or our parents 
is supposed to get better and better versus how much time do we actually invest into it to make sure that it does. Well, yeah. And I think as a step parent, you're already kind of fighting an uphill battle because it is difficult. I mean, a lot of my friends were, their parents were together when we were in high school and throughout the course of me knowing them, their parents split up and they got step parents and it's, it's messy. It's complicated. And there's, I mean, the chances of your stepchild not liking you are so high because it's that, Oh, you're replacing, you're replacing my parent. You're replacing my mom, my dad. And I mean, we know that that's not true, but, um, but it is an uphill battle. And, you know, I think that that's, that's one of the ways that, you know, a step parent has to kind of navigate the relationship, mm-hmm. which, yeah, to, to be able to have a relationship at all is fantastic. You know, there's a lot of people that don't have relationships with their biological parents for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And to assume that as you become an adult and as your child becomes an adult, that the two of you will be friends, it's not a given. And like you said, you have to invest in the relationship like anything else or, or mm-hmm. it's not going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. It makes me think about actually, there, there's two quick stories that I want to pull forward to make sure that in our definition of Mother's Day get included. And uh, one is a shout out to all the foster parents out there. And uh, my own mom, um, Ruth, was a foster mom to pretty close to 30, 30 babies, 30 little foster babies went in and out of her home. Um, And I was the last of 30 foster kids and they decided to adopt me. Um, Thank goodness. But, you know, like she was known for being just a solid, caring, responsible person that took care of babies, little kids, until they were placed into long-term homes or adopted. I, I just, I think foster parents are like, obviously, um, I feel this way, but I think foster parents are like angels. They're, they, yeah. they really are. They have to love and care for a kid and then and put their own feelings aside when time comes that that little person gets placed into a long you know a long-term home and and I don't know like it's that's a pretty amazing person it takes a pretty amazing person to be a, a foster person a foster parent yeah no that's um a very very difficult position to be in and you know so selfless because you're doing it all for the sake of a, a child so that they have another chance right and yeah. um yeah and I'm I'm so thankful all the time for those that don't know both you and my dad were adopted and I'm I like I was never a big advocate of adoption until I mean I guess I was a child but I I believe that I'm a huge advocate of adoption because of the two of you and because of how amazing you both are and it's it's crazy how many chances might have been missed if it had been anybody else or if it hadn't happened or you know like it's so crazy and it's so amazing I watched uh, one of the women that I play roller derby with adopt her son Josh who was nine at the time and to see 
their relationship go from paperwork to strangers to being a whole family and you'd never know that they'd ever been apart mm. but that's that's the kind of love that you know an adoptive parent gives is you are their child and that's crazy that's amazing yeah yeah it sure is and the other the other shout out that I want to give is yeah uh, you mentioned it earlier it's to single fathers mm-hmm. and uh one of my brothers, my brother Gerald, my adopted brother Gerald is, um, I remember when I was uh, quite a bit younger, but Gerald was a, a single father to three little girls. Wow. And yeah, um, and, you know, worked full time. And it wasn't something obviously nobody plans for that kind of stuff. And I remember, I remember, I spent a lot of time with with him and his, his girls at that time. And um, it was a challenge for him on a budget. It was for a number of reasons. It was obviously a challenge, but I still look back and he stepped into the role of mother and father um, in an amazing way. And I think those, those girls who are all now adults, they reflect they reflect that he never missed a beat and he did the very best he could in that situation. So to all of the single dads out there, (laughs) this is not a gender conversation. This is a thank you for being an amazing parent and doing the very best job that you could, that it's that conversation. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's important. I mean, it's, it's a hard job. It's an important job. And you love your kids, so you'll do it anyway. Uh, nobody is doing any of this for thanks, but we want to thank you anyway. You know, it's it's Mother's Day. Where, you know, I don't think uh, I don't think there's too many moms out there who, who did this just to be thanked on Mother's Day. So <laughs> with subpar burnt toast and, you know, scrambled eggs. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So where does... Where does that take us now? And where does that take us now at, you know, 50 and almost 30 in our relationship? What, what are you most excited about? And, and uh, what does that look like? Well, I mean, like I said earlier, so we are working together. So our relationship, you know, kind of evolved from X to Y to Z. Um, from strangers to step relationship to friends and now working together on the Goliath project the uh, the toolkits that we're working on developing for the the fall and uh, yeah there's just a lot going on with Goliath that I'm really excited about and I'm really excited to come at the family from two angles with you working with women in powerhouse and then with my dad working in Goliath and then I feel a bit like the bridge between them or I'm able to pull them together and help to make healthier, happier families and and parents that are better equipped to handle their own lives so that they can then be, you know, they can be better parents in the end. Mm, yeah, no, I, that's exactly what I, where I was going with that, too. I mean, I've worked with women and women leaders for for 20 years, I can't even believe it's been that long, but it's been 20 years now. And so many times over the years, 
people have asked me, well, what do you have for men? What, what about men? Where's the men? It's been, you know, come up a, a number of times. And so, you know, to slowly but surely and steadily be, be walking towards the Goliath Foundation and the, the impetus for the Goliath Foundation with your dad, um, and then to be able to actually bring it into the world with you, this is a very important legacy project that we just so, you know, we so believe in and to be able to do it as a family to help with the healing of other young men uh, and um, to basically, like you said, how do you strengthen a family unit, unit from both sides? And uh, yeah, it just feels really good to be bringing this forward. Yeah, no, it's been super exciting to work on. I think it was around, was it around this time last year that I came on board and now we're, we're doing the podcast, we're working on the toolkits program, we're working, like there's so much going on, it's crazy, but um, I'm so thankful to be a part of it. I'm thankful to be working with, uh, with half of my parents. <laughs> so uh, no, it's, it's fantastic and it's been an awesome experience and I'm excited that you listeners are along for the journey with us. That's also very exciting. <laughs> uh, well, did you have anything, uh, anything else you wanted to add today or are you feeling pretty? I'm feeling good. It's just really, really a shout out of appreciation and, uh, and also a shout out of, of appreciation to free for you and your dad as a little team to create this space where people can come together and just just know that they're welcome and uh, we meet them where they're at and talk about the things that they might need to feel better about themselves and mm-hmm. life in general what it's yeah. all about <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. And a lot of the time, you know, we sit down and it's like, what are you feeling today? I'm kind of feeling, uh, kind of feeling like I don't know my purpose in life. Let's talk about that. You know, <laughs> like I'm, I'm going through my own stuff as well. And there's a lot of days that I'm like, I just want to talk about this. <laughs> so that's been fantastic. And, uh, and so has today. Thank you again. Happy, happy Mother's Day again. Hmm, thank you. And thanks for having me here. It's been fun. Of course. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Uh, Look forward to all the links to everything Charlene is up to in the description of this podcast, as always. Uh, If you have anything, any stories you want to share, any questions, comments, you're more than welcome to reach out to us. There are many ways for you to do that. You can reach out to us on our email, which is lovinggoliath at gmail.com. We are on Facebook as the Goliath Foundation. We're also on Instagram as Loving Goliath and spoiler, we have a Patreon. So if you love what we do and you want to support the pod, you can find us as Loving Goliath on Patreon and you can find more information about the Goliath Foundation at thegoliathfoundation.com. Thanks so much listeners and we'll catch you next week. Oh, 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 oh,